<laughs> Sorry, you gotta go. You can't do this just sideways. Why? What? What is it doing? Because I have headphones, and if I press stand up this way, it's gonna like fall. Turn on your auto rotate and turn yourself completely upside down. <laughs> That's better. Okay. All right. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna test out this twitch thing because I'm terrified. Because <laughs> what is it? It it like it will automatically turn my camera on and start live streaming. <laughs> Are you serious? But I don't know. But I don't know if it'll just record me or if it'll like screen record. You know. Uh, uh, just let me try uh, it. Just let me try it. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm not ready. Please don't do this right now. Don't do this to me. Okay, but like, oh fucking hell. No, it's not watches. It's. <laughs> it's not even your turn. <laughs> You might not be. That's the thing. It might just be me. And I'm like, I don't know for sure, though. Oh, my God. Okay, turn your camera off for a second. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, my God. I already have it all set up. Like, I have our background. I have our information. I have our links. Which... What the fuck? <laughs> there was literally, like, a go live button earlier. And now there isn't one. Where did it go? Because you're using a computer? I mean, like, I don't want to use my phone. How was your day? Fine. I woke up at 1 in the afternoon. I went up, got salad to go, went to Target, got this new bra that I'm wearing. It's super fucking cute. I went to take pictures in there tonight. And then I'm supposed to do some uh, pictures with Shane tonight, so. Oh, nice. Would you guys sell them on yours, or, like, does she have one, too? She has one, too. Nice. Any plans for the rest of the week? Well, then that's birthday. Oh. So we're going out to eat. How's work been? It's fucking annoying. Why? Ugh, it's been so fucking busy. Yesterday, oh my god, it was awful. I wanted to fucking kill myself. Um, I put it in an hour earlier. And then, like, they didn't even give me a lunch. And I was working six, uh, six and a half hours. It was just awful, honestly. I wanted to think of myself. It was so busy. Anything interesting happened in your life? Is there anything ever interesting happened in my life? No. Not really. How are you and Joey? I'm sorry? You said what? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> my bad, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I, I met David, but I listened to an old episode today where we were talking about Joey, and so my mind was just like, <laughs> automatic. Oh my god, I'm so oh sorry. Oh my god, how funny. Sorry if he's sitting right there, I'm sorry. He's not. Okay. I had to have anyways. Okay. How are you, David? <laughs> we're fucking great, dude. We're amazing. Yeah. I believe it. Believe it. What I feel like you're lying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're like, we're doing great. We're doing great. That's good. It's great. Hello and welcome to Moody. A true crime podcast. I'm Tamara. I'm Azriella. And uh, this is my fucking week, and I'm irritated because Twitch won't. Twitch is fine, whatever, but my laptop is new. It's new, but it, like, fucking sucks dick, apparently. 
I'm going to be doing a case today uh, that is like, I don't want to be doing it. I didn't want to be researching it. I literally procrastinated for two and a half weeks. What is it? It is about a child um, who was three. So let me just get into it. On the night of October 30th, 2004, a woman named Catherine Bunnell and her live-in boyfriend Gilbert Delstry, I'm not really sure how to pronounce his last name, came home from a night of drinking to find yogurt and milk spilled in their living room. Catherine went into her three-year-old nephew, Thomas T.J. Wright's room, and pulled him from his bed. At this time, there are at least five other people in the house. Uh, Catherine and her boyfriend, his cousin, and their 15-year-old babysitter, and T.J.'s two other brothers, who I believe were asleep during this. Catherine dragged T.J. down the stairs and hit him so hard he kept tumbling and then slammed his head on the ground. She then poured milk over his head, and the babysitter said she watched as Gilbert threw him at least six feet across the room and into a wall. He was left slumped against the wall, struggling to breathe, and Gilbert's cousin said that Catherine hung up the phone after he called 911 and then tried to stop him from resuscitating TJ um, after he had stopped breathing. An autopsy later revealed that TJ had a broken leg, brain damage, and multiple blunt force injuries. Gilbert admitted to also- Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Gilbert admitted to also hitting TJ and was accused or blamed for the fatal blows. So that's the, like, overview of the entire thing. Um, I'm gonna get into more detailed stuff, so it gets really graphic. Cause that, that, so this is all from the court documents, uh, basically everything that I'm about to read right now. So Kayla, they're their babysitter said that TJ was having a tough time falling asleep and so she let him lay on the couch around 12:30 in the morning. She said she fell asleep but she was woken up when Catherine and the others walked in and she immediately started yelling what the fuck happened to my house or what happened to my fucking house, sorry. Why is there a mess all over my floor? And then Kayla testified that she saw milk and yogurt and something else she could not identify mixed together which had spilled out of a bowl and landed on the carpeted area of the floor. TJ was no longer on the couch where Kayla had left him, so she told Catherine that TJ might have done it. Kayla testified that Catherine didn't really say anything, but Gilbert went upstairs, after which she heard three or four loud slaps and then heard TJ crying. Kayla testified that Catherine went upstairs and, after loudly questioning TJ's brother, she brought TJ downstairs, grasping him by his arms and dangling him in front of her. Kayla further testified that every time Catherine would step down a stair, her knee would hit him in the back. He's three. Yeah. He's three. I don't understand. Like, there should be no reason for you to hit a child in the first place. But, like, he's three years old. Yeah. And he's sleeping. And, like, he doesn't know what he's done. When Catherine reached the last step, uh, she just dropped TJ from approximately two to two and a half feet off the ground. Uh, TJ landed on his stomach and the side of his face hit the floor, which caused his head to bounce up a little bit. Although TJ attempted to get up, Kayla stated that Catherine grabbed him by his wrist and ripped him off the floor, causing TJ to whimper. Catherine then pulled TJ toward the table where the mess was, while continuing to rant about the disarray of her apartment. TJ said nothing, but merely stood in front of Catherine, crying. Catherine hit TJ on his back and on his chest approximately three or four times with a closed fist in a manner where... Like, like the palm and the fingers were hitting him. 
So I'm assuming she was doing it like this, where if you just put your hand like this, and, and then you just, like, basically like a knocking motion, almost. Um, the attack caused TJ to fall to the ground onto his stomach, with the side of his face again hitting the floor. According to Kayla, Catherine picked him up by his wrists again and continued hitting him another three or four times in the chest, all while continuing to scream at him. Kayla further testified that Catherine attempted to pull TJ up off the floor after he had been knocked down a third time, but the toddler didn't stand up. He just kind of fell. Um, so he fell onto his back, causing the back of his head to hit the floor and bounce a little bit, and then he just laid there. So this is like the third or fourth time that his head is slammed on the floor. Um, and I used to live in an apartment, and the floor is like concrete underneath carpet. Yeah. So it's, it's, not, it's not padded very well like you think it would be. According to Kayla, Catherine had one hand on TJ's wrist, so he was maybe an inch and a half off the floor, and then she slapped him back and forth across his face four times with an open hand. Kayla said that TJ's face would turn away and hit the floor as she was hitting him. Um, and then Catherine would call him stupid, yelling at him and saying, why did you mess up my floor? Why would you do this to my living room? What's the matter with you? Um, Kayla compared the force that Catherine used on the child to two teenage girls fighting. Like, the fact that she's doing this in front of other people. And they're not stopping it. They're not stopping it, but, like, imagine what she does when nobody else is around. Um, Catherine then yanked TJ off the floor and pulled him over towards the closet. Kayla further stated that TJ fell backwards, causing his head causing the back of his head to fall and hit the door, and that he just sat there leaning up against the closet door. Um, Catherine slapped TJ in the face again, and then TJ remained sitting on the floor crying, just leaning up against the door. Catherine then took milk and poured it on TJ's head um, for what Kayla says was, like, maybe 10 seconds, which, that's, like, a lot of milk. Yeah. So she said that TJ was still crying, but he made no attempt to move. So he's just, like, so injured at this point. Catherine then asked Kayla if she wanted to go home. So she just fucking, hey, you want to go home? <sighs> Kayla said yes. She was like, I don't want to be next. So when she said yes, Catherine began looking for her car keys, and then Kayla testified that she turned to look outside, and when she turned back around, she saw TJ about two and a half to three feet and a half to three and a half feet in the air falling down toward her and Catherine as if he had been thrown. She said that he traveled approximately four to five feet through the air away from where Gilbert was standing and then she said that Gilbert's arms were falling back to his waist and he told Catherine to get TJ out of here before he drops him. Kayla indicated that TJ landed on his stomach but his leg was twisted up underneath his stomach as if he was sitting cross-legged. Uh, TJ's face again hit the floor when he landed and then according to Kayla Catherine went over to TJ and just picked him up by his wrists until he was on his feet and then she reached out his arms to pick him up and she carried him over to the stairs so basically she picked him up like you would pick up a child except he's like a rag doll at this point yeah because he's been beating so badly Catherine then continued to search for her keys at that point Gilbert also went over to TJ, so she's still looking for her keys, and then Gilbert goes over to TJ. This is all Kayla's point of view. This is her testimony, because, you know, she's probably the most reliable witness here. He went over to TJ, and picked him up, and brought him up two more steps, and then just put him back down. 
Like, absolutely no reason for you to be touching him, but you just keep putting him up the stairs. Kayla then said that TJ just leaned against the wall. He was breathing heavy and was letting his body weight fall on the floor. He wasn't even trying to hold himself up. Later on, Catherine testifies, and her testimony says that when she returned home to her apartment after driving Kayla home, Gilbert had walked towards her and said, go upstairs and check TJ while making a motion like something was wrong with the toddler. According to Catherine, she immediately ran upstairs, called out TJ's name, and then went into his bedroom. Uh, then she said when TJ didn't sit up or anything, she brought him to the bathroom and she took water from the sink and put it on TJ's head because she thought that he would snap out of it and become conscious. What, would you, what did you think was going to happen when you beat your child? That's not her child. It's her That's, nephew. Well, what would you think was going to happen? Um, Where are the parents? I'll tell you. I'm going to get there. Um, well, I'm so confused. She testified that she knew TJ was unconscious because he was limp when she picked him up. Catherine said that she screamed, call 911, and that TJ looked blue. That's not unconscious, you stupid fucking bitch that's dead. He's fucking dead, and he's probably been dead since you threw him across the room. So she said that he wasn't like that before she left to drive Kayla home. Which means that she's trying to insinuate that when she left, Gilbert beat him to death. The lieutenant that showed up on the scene said that he, when he saw TJ, he saw vomit and blood in and around his mouth. The Rhode Island Department of Children, Youth, and Families had had been in contact with TJ before his death because he had fallen out of a second story window three times. What? How does that happen three times and nobody does anything about it? On the last time that he fell out of the window, a DCYF caseworker was assigned to him. After the third time? Yeah. It took you three times? Yeah. Background. In 2004, TJ and his two brothers, David, who was 10, and Mickey, who was 6, were placed with Catherine after their mother went to prison for transporting a hundred pounds of marijuana sorry i'm about to cry it's just like mm. literally she's in prison and her baby gets fucking murdered she went to prison for drugs and her baby gets murdered okay in later reports it was revealed that in 2003 Catherine and gilbert were caught with 130 pounds of marijuana in their car during a traffic stop they were never prosecuted in that case Uh, After TJ was killed, an investigation took place involving DCYF, and they found that the Wright brothers should have never been placed with Catherine because she was unemployed, had two kids of her own, and had been known to use drugs. Which, being unemployed and already having kids doesn't make you unfit, but the drugs do. Now, during trial, Catherine took the stand and said that she never did those things. She said she lightly tapped him on the face twice and poured milk on his head. She said that he was fine when she left him with Gilbert the next morning, but again, the babysitter Kayla Roderick testified to what she saw. Gilbert took the stand and refused to testify and pled the fifth. While he was on the stand, Karen Wright, TJ's mother, was outside the courtroom wailing and yelling, I want my baby back, I want my baby back. He killed him, he did that, he did that. Uh, She was referring to Gilbert. Um, 
Karen doesn't think her sister had anything to do with his death and stands by her side and was going to ask for leniency during the trial. I, I can't um, imagine supporting somebody that even had an ounce to do with my, the death of my child, the murder of yeah. my child. Even so, like, why, why would you need to slap him in the face? Why would you need to put milk on his head? Um, like, I don't understand. Like, those... Why would you do that to a three-year-old? Yeah, like, even if she wasn't the one that beat him to death, I couldn't imagine supporting her. Yeah, no. Um, the conclusion was made that Gilbert murdered the boy in a vicious beating and was convicted of second-degree murder and sentenced to life plus ten years, um, and then he was, like, convicted of conspiracy to commit a murder. Catherine was convicted of second-degree murder, conspiracy to commit a murder, and was sentenced to life in prison plus ten years. Did Gilbert have anything to play in this? Besides being there? Well, that that's what they're saying. They, they think that he's the one that murdered him. But Kayla testifies that they were both beating the shit out of him. But the thing is, is that... There are two other people in that apartment, aside from Catherine and Gilbert. His cousin... Yeah, his cousin is standing there. I know that they're drunk or whatever, but, like, you see somebody attacking a child, like, you you fucking step in. So, and Kayla, like, what, like, it's, I know that you're 15, but the second she was walking down those stairs with that kid, you fucking call 911. You grab that baby and you walk out. It's like, I I don't know. It's just heartbreaking. And then that... This case was originally going to be a mini episode with three cases. And then I fucking started reading this one. And I couldn't even imagine putting two more in here and, like, overshadowing that. Um, He was three. His mom doesn't think that her sister had anything to do with it. But, yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, that's what happens when... People don't do their jobs. You, you can't... Like this all could have been rented. I'm sure those people who were there regret it, but this doesn't make it okay. Uh, it shouldn't take three fucking times of a three-year-old falling out of a window on the second story for you to be like, oh, well, maybe we should be assigned to his case. Well, what like, the fuck? What? The first time that happened, it should have been like, this. first of all, how does a three-year-old fall out of a second-story building? Yeah. By the, second, by the second time, they should have been like, why are you not taking more precautions? Exactly. By the third time, they should have been like, okay, well, we're arresting you for, you know, reckless endangerment. Failure to fucking take care of a child. Like, if you're fostering somebody, that is your whole life now. Yeah. And you could just tell that she, I don't know. I have a feeling that she doesn't regret a single thing that happened that night. She's just playing the victim. I hate that, I don't know. Are there any updates on this? No. I mean, like, in 2016, I think that um, Gilbert tried to, like, go on parole or, or like, do that thing. Oh, yeah? But, yeah, yeah? but no. Really? You eat a child and you try to go on Oh my god, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I didn't want to, I don't know. I hope that there's, you know. You know, surprisingly, you would think they would have gotten murdered in prison by now, but you know. They're probably just, like, protecting 
garbage garbage garbaggio okay <laughs> i can't yeah so i literally was avoiding this case and i was like i i every time i would read it i was like it's just it just kept getting deeper and deeper and i just was like oh god if anything i'm glad that the other two brothers weren't also victims of a death you know like yeah i can't say that she didn't abuse them because i have no idea but but how heartbreaking to go to prison for two years because i think he was one or something like one or two when she got sent to prison but how fucking heartbreaking to be sent to prison for something that your sister got in trouble for the year before and didn't go to prison like, I can't even imagine. Like, TJ would have still been alive if the fucking court system wasn't such a piece of shit. Palette cleansers, anybody? Because I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's a mess. So I think. There, there's... Um, okay, well, I guess we'll do some business. Oh, yeah? What are they... Stars, oh nice, stars, planet, you know. I, uh, I just can't see them, but they're so stars. <laughs> they would have been able to if we were on Twitch. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess we'll do some business for a second. Um, Instagram is moody underscore a true crime podcast. Twitter is moody underscore crime. Um, you can email us at moodypodcast at gmail.com. Um Thanks. Please. How many more times do we have to say please? I mean, <laughs> at this point, it's like, fucking do it. Fucking do it. Fucking do it. I right, swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> That's not what you think. I you won't hesitate, hesitate bitch. bitch. <laughs> um, and then we are trying to get our Twitch up and running for one reason and one reason only. We have started a Patreon. However, <laughs> however, I'm still working on it. I'm still trying to get everything uh, up and running. Um, so by next week, I will announce it on the podcast. I'll announce the name and everything. Um, there's also going to be a Discord chat attached to it. You guys are going to be able to get exclusive content. We're going to think about merch because I've thought about merch. So we're starting up the Patreon. I'm, I'm still working on it. We're trying to get merch. Um, that obviously I'm still gonna fucking figure that shit out. Um, but as soon as it's up, I promise you, I'll be posting it. And thank you to everybody on my personal Instagram that is helping pick names. Um, we got it figured out. Me and Azriella chose uh, three that we wanted, and. But I just want to say thank you for the fucking few of you that actually helped out. Because um, nobody ever fucking responds. So, you know, it's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, that's it for me. We got to get an outro and an intro and some ads. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that. <laughs> like, tell your brother that we need. <laughs> yeah, or like Christian. Yeah, but... Izzy Hayes would be like, uh, my oh, no, rise no, to like, fame. He's like, finally, they're noticing me. I knew this day would come. And then he posted a song and he was like, it was lit. I'm such a rock star. No.
<laughs> no. Oh okay. my god, I didn't tell you. Uh, one of his uh, drummer, his girlfriend got uh, Lee Fuentes to shout them out. What? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> tell his girlfriend to get Lee Fuentes to shout us out. What do you mean? He doesn't need that. Are you fucking with me? Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. I saw the video and I started freaking out. Your brother's like, ah! <laughs> well, I wish you the best my new addiction. And, yeah, um, yeah. I hear you guys have a new single called Powerline. So congrats on the new single. Ah, yeah! Hold on, sorry. <laughs> single. Um, and uh, I hope that someday along this journey we get to share the stage together and maybe do a tour together. So I wish you the best of luck with uh, my new addiction, and um, I hear you guys have a new single called Powerline. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he'll shout us out? I don't know. Hey, Vic Fuentes. <laughs> um, we have a podcast. Maybe someday we'll be able to share the stage together. <laughs> I can't believe. Oh my god, your brother pisses me off. Like, <laughs> he's really out there living the dream. <laughs> he really is. I mean, like, if if a celebrity uttered the words "moody" at True Cry Podcast, I'd be like, "That's it. That's our rise. We just got a million dollars. Thank you." <laughs> I don't know her. I don't know any of you. I'm famous. I want to be famous. Be famous. <laughs> God damn, I have goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm reporting. <laughs> <laughs> well, god fucking damn it. This was this fucking episode of Moody, a true crime podcast. Thank you guys for listening. If you even made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise it's, ending. This episode's been kind of minimized. <laughs> 55 minutes of recording. How much was that was <laughs> we're doing the podcast? Uh, 20? 25? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>